Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get in the Word of God, talk about it, and allow it to transform our lives. And boy, do you ever worry about things? You shouldn't. We're going to see what Jesus says about this today and what he, he wants to help us with this. As was said here in the chat here before we got started this morning, fate or worry is putting your, let's, what's it say? Worry is putting your faith and energy into the faulty belief that God is not in control. Dare I say, even that you are the one in control or that other people are the ones in control or circumstances or fate, but worry is feeling that God is not in control. And we want to look at what Jesus says about this today and the ramifications of it that are very, very important. We're in the Sermon on the Mount, and we're in Matthew chapter 6, where we see, yesterday we saw, probably is a life verse for me, maybe it is for you, Matthew 6, verse 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This is what we, this is on the positive side, what we want to do. Jesus is speaking about clothing shelter, food. If you ever worry, what are we going to wear? What are we going to eat? Where are we going to live? What are we going to do? He's talking about, don't worry, but he gives us the anecdote, seek first the kingdom of God. And what we're going to see is that worry keeps us from seeking the kingdom of God. Well, let's look here at what Jesus said, the next verse he says, so do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. What a way to live life. This is what Jesus challenges, challenges us to do. Take care of this day. I know in my own thoughts, many of the things as, I've, as I evaluate my life through the years, many of my worst worries and fears never came to pass. I spent a lot of time worrying, maybe even losing sleep, being anxious, about things that never ended up happening. That was a lot of wasted energy, my friends. And of course, it was energy that maybe had I used differently would have even made my situation far better. But be careful. Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow. He goes on in, in earlier in this very same chapter, he talks about several things. This is number, verse 25. Don't be worried about your life. Is not life more important than the food you eat? Yeah. In verse 27, he says, how many, who by being worried can add a single hour to your life? You can't. I can't. Matter of fact, worrying might just cause you to live the stress of it to live less, not to live as long. You're not going to add to your life by, by being worried. And he says, don't be worried about your clothing. He talks about even Solomon and all this splendor wasn't addressed as beautifully as the lilies of the field that God takes care of. And remembering his point being here that it's God that takes care of us. It's God who feeds the birds of the air, who clothes the lilies of the field. And you say, yeah, but you know, I farm for my food or I go buy my food and I put on my lilies, don't put on clothing like I do. But the point Jesus is bringing out is God provides for the birds, God provides for the, and God for the flowers, and God provides for you. Don't think it's, it's not on your shoulders. 
It's God, it's our God is a living God. And what Jesus is urging, live life as if God is a part of it. Live life as if, sure, you have to work, and sure, you have to get up in the morning and put on your clothes. But do you see God as being a part of this? Do you Have you invited God into your life, and do you realize that everything from him, through him, and to him are all things, including your life and all that's about you? Verse 31, he says, so then don't worry, saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? Roz and I were, <laughs> we were, it was, a, it was a wedding we were having several years back, and and um, we were planning the wedding, and and God kind of gave her this verse. She's reading, I think, in the NLT or something, and that's exactly what we'd been thinking. Well, what are we going to wear to the wedding? What are we going to eat, you know? And Jesus says, don't worry about it. Now, nothing wrong with planning, nothing wrong with being prepared. There is something wrong with worrying, because worrying drains your energy, And worrying, well, let's look at this next verse of what worrying does to you. In Mark 4.19, Jesus has been talking about the seed and the sower. And the, the one seed was sown amongst thorns and thistles. And it began to grow, but it got choked out. Remember four seeds, the, the hard soil, the rocky soil, the thorn and thistles, and the good soil. And what is that thorn and thistle soil? Well, Jesus describes it this way. But the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desire, the desires for other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. See, this is what worry does to us. It, it chokes us. It chokes the word out of our lives. It worry chokes out this sense that God is in control, that God has, God has his eye on me that God is my protector, God is my provider, and that God will take care and God is involved in my life. Worry chokes that out. And imagine this. Imagine the reality. Imagine picture in your mind that the seed of God's word begins to grow up in your life, in the soil of your life, only to get choked out and be overcome by weeds and thorns and thistles so the grass is barely sprouting. It's, it's, it's choked out. That's what worry can do for you. That's what the desire for other things. That's the, what the deceitfulness of riches. And so Jesus, he realizes we're living in a world. I know we live in a world. You and I live in a world where we've got to, there are certain responsibilities we have. But what he's saying is invite God into these things. Seek first God and his kingdom. And don't don't think that you do all these things separate from God, that you've got your spiritual aspect of your life, your religious life, that you read your Bible and pray. And but when it comes down to real practical living, meeting the bills, paying the bills, providing, and so on, you ex got out of the picture, and it's on your own. Then it's on your shoulders. You're the one doing it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Invite God into every aspect of your life. Seek first God in his kingdom. Inviting God to be a part of your finances, a part of your bills, a part of your work, a part of your productivity. To not only be a part of it, but to be first place in that. To be the Lord in every aspect of your life. And then see what God will do. He'll take care of these things. Worry prevents you from seeking first the kingdom of God. And seeking first the kingdom of God will drive out worry. 
Let me say that again. Worry is a non-productive, wasting your energy, thinking that something, that someone or something is in control other than God. And if you're, if you're overcome by worry, you are choking out God, his word, and his kingdom in your life. But if you are seeking first the kingdom of God and inviting God into these things and putting him first, then worry will vanish. Worry goes away. <clears throat> Look at what, how do, you, how do you invite God in? I want to add a couple other verses here about worry. I like Philippians 4, verse 6. I think it's in the Living Bible or something. It simply says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. And I'll add, with thanksgiving. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything with thanksgiving. New American would say, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Can I urge you with that? Figure out what are the things you worry about. Don't let it be nebulous. Write it down specifically. If you've got a problem worrying about things, write down specifically what are the things that you're worrying about? What are the things you're fearful about? What things in tomorrow or in the future are you afraid could happen? Write them down. Don't let them be just vague and nebulous. Be specific. And then take those things and pray to God about them. Give them to God. Pray about them with thanksgiving. Pray about everything with thanksgiving. Thank God that he's bigger than the financial worry. Thank God that he's bigger than the political worry. Thank God that he's bigger than than the, the, the big guy. Thank God that he's bigger than anyone who could be in your way, because he is. Even if you're facing a Goliath, God is bigger than him. And so whatever it is to take some time and pray to God, uh, pray about everything that would worry you. And tell him you don't want that to choke out the word of God. You want the word of God to be sprouting in your life and be strong and fruitful in your life. And that you want to be seeking first his kingdom. So you, part of that seeking first, you're inviting God into that realm of your life. Pray with thanksgiving. Thank God. It's not enough to ask. I've, you've heard me share before, perhaps if you're here regularly, Talked years ago, I was worried about our finances once, and I kept praying and praying and praying and praying, and the worry wasn't going away. And I, Lord, I'm praying, praying, and why is the worry not going away? You said the peace of God, Philippians 4, verse 7, the peace of God would guard my heart and my mind if I pray and supplicate you, and it's not happening. And I, I was upset at the Lord, and I opened up my Bible, and I showed him the verse, Philippians 4. And what I and it's a good thing I opened it up to show the Lord because when I read it myself, I realized my memory had forgotten the words with thanksgiving. I had been praying, I had forgotten to be giving thanks. And it was when I began to pray with thanksgiving, praising God, that's when the worry went away. In First Peter chapter five verse seven, it says, "Casting all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you." It's the same thing as Philippians 4. Pray with thanksgiving. Cast your anxiety upon him. Cast what King James, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. My friends, now we serve a God and we have a God. We have a father who not only cares about us, but he's got the power to do something about it. So many of the things we worry about, we don't have the power to change. We have a God who cares about us and who is powerful enough to do something about it. 
So let's cast our cares on him. Let's pray at Thanksgiving and seek first his kingdom and not let worry choke out the word of God, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Amen. Father in heaven, we bless you today. We thank you. You're a big God. You're bigger than our financial problems. You're bigger than political problems. You're bigger than health problems. You're bigger than relationship problems. You're bigger than people. You're bigger than circumstances. We thank you that you are a God who is in control. Oh, Father, help us not to waste our time and energy, mental energy and physical energy, preoccupied with things that we, that we think we can control or we're afraid of, and we've lost sight of the fact you're in control. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you clothe the birds of the uh, you clothe the lilies of the field and you feed the birds of the air. How much more will you take care of us, your children? We're so much more important than they are, and we thank you. Thank you. We can cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. Fill us with the spirit of supplication with thanksgiving, and O oh, Father. I pray for every one of us that we would not let worry prevent us from seeking first your kingdom. Help us, Lord, to seek you first and your kingdom, your righteousness. And we claim the promise that as we do, all that we need will be added to us. We love you today. Thank you and praise you in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Wow. I love these scriptures. They're so life-transforming so practical. may not be easy. God will have, has to train us to do these things, but boy, they're powerful. And you live this way, and you'll have the peace of God guarding your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hey, thanks for joining with me today as we get in the Word of God and do our daily Word and prayer. If you're new today, a special welcome. I hope you will subscribe to the channel. Tell your friends, like the video, hit that notify button so you always know when we're coming on. But we're here live every day at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You can join us then or you can watch the video later or even just listen to the, to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. You are here every day. I know the Word of God's making a difference in your life. Thanks for being here. Thank you for the commitment and discipline you have to build this into your schedule. It'll make a difference. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, and fill you with His peace. I love you guys, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.